0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. This is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. My guest today is Margo Hall. Margot is an award-winning director, actor, and she is the artistic director of the Lorraine Hansberry Theater in San Francisco. She has graced Bay Area Stages for more than 30 years as a performer and director and was awarded the Kenneth Rainin Fellowship in 2021 for theater. Margot has recently appeared in Blind Spotty, a television show on Stars, as well as appearing in Blind Spotting the Motion Picture, along with many other roles on TV and film. She's a professor at UC Berkeley and Chabot College in the theater department. But she's here today to talk about the world premiere of In the Evening by the Moonlight, a new play written by Tracy Tolmere, which celebrates the legacy of American playwright, artist, and activist Lorraine Hansberry in the evening by the moonlight will run at the Young Performers Theater in at the Fort Mason Center for the Arts and Culture in San Francisco from June 15th through July 2nd. Margo, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, Edric. It's good to see you again after all these years.
0: Uh, It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Was, we were talking before. I saw you in Fabulation. It was amazing. And uh, <laughs> I've I've seen other things that you've done. And you're just an amazing artist. And uh, I'm very happy to talk to you today. And again, I, I want to thank you publicly for for taking time out. I know when you're getting a production ready, there's a lot to do. So I'm going to be respectful of your time. And let's get right into it. So, okay, um, great, great. Tell me about the origin of the piece, uh, particularly how it feels to have a play written about the namesake of your theater group.
1: Right, exactly. So uh, I came on board to Lorraine Hansberry Theater as the artistic director in 2020, actually during the pandemic. And uh, one of the first things I wanted to do was celebrate Lorraine Hansberry. And I'm also the first female artistic director of Lorraine Hansberry, which is over forty years old, so um, I was thinking, how would I celebrate Lorraine? Uh, there's so much about her that folks don't know outside of "A uh, Raisin in the Sun," which was, you know, what she was known for—the first black female on Broadway uh, with "A Raisin in the Sun." And a lot of people know that, but a lot of people don't know about her essays and her poetry, and the fact that she was an artist as well. And I thought, how do we celebrate that? And um, the, my managing director, Stephanie Schaffner, she gave me a book when I first came on called Looking for Lorraine, <laughs> The Radiant and Radical Life of Lorraine Hansberry by Iman Perry. And I thought, um, wow, this is great. And I started reading that. And I was like, wow, I think we need to make a play. I think we need to make a play. And what was fascinating to me about that book was I learned about Lorraine Hansberry's friendship with Nina Simone. Mm. Um, I didn't know that they had a sisterhood and that they were very close and that uh, Nina Simone actually sang in the evening by the moonlight to Lorraine um, when she Mm. was very sick, like in her place with her there. Um, and uh, so I thought, wow, what about a play with Nina and Lorraine? Um, wouldn't that be wonderful? And then Jimmy Baldwin kept popping up. Mm-hmm. And I would read something, and Jimmy was there, and Jimmy was at the Kennedy meeting. And so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you got it for Jimmy in the play. So I came up with this concept of centering the play on Lorraine, but including Nina and Jimmy Baldwin. And so I reached out to a friend of mine, Tracy Tomer. We've been colleagues for over 10 years. And um, Tracy is a wonderful emerging playwright. And one of my um, missions uh, for the Lorraine Hansberry Theater is to uh, mentor and engage Black female and femme-identified writers. Um, And I've devoted my first three years of my, time there not that I won't be there past three years but to producing only black female and Mm -hmm. identified playwrights so I was excited to have Tracy come on board I have worked on new plays I have uh, written plays but always in collaboration and I thought I would rather work on this with someone Mm -hmm. and so I presented like the concept and basically said, I'd like to co-create the piece, but I would love for you to write it, um, being an emerging black female playwright. And so we got started and that was about two years ago, maybe two and a half. And um, we've been working over it over the years and Tracy's been working hard and she has gotten all this amazing research about Lorraine, Mm -hmm. uh, Nina and James Baldwin. And we are doing the world premiere coming up this month, <laughs> in uh, next week. Next week. <laughs> yes. And so we're super excited. Um, I'm just um, excited about this piece. I'm excited about this for Tracy Tomer and for the Lorraine Hansberry Theater to celebrate Lorraine.
0: Um, tell me some things about and what you know people will learn about Lorraine Hansberry because as you mentioned, she's known for raising in the Sun, but there's so much more depth to her in terms of her impact on culture and civil rights and and the fights Mm -hmm. she made way ahead of most people uh, back in the day. She was fearless. So tell me some things about her that most people may not know.
1: Yes, like you said, she was fearless. Um, Lorraine was a radical. Hmm. She was someone that fought very hard for the civil rights movement. She met with Robert Kennedy, along with James Baldwin, Langston Hughes and um, these other black artists to say, what are you going to do about the issue um, around um, the injustices to black people? And she actually stood up to Robert Kennedy and confronted him and said, if you don't do something about this, there will be black people in the streets with guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and she worked a lot with, um, you know, she was labeled a communist. She called herself a Marxist. Hmm. Uh, She worked for the Paul Robeson paper. Um, She actually went to an event in place of Paul Robeson when they had taken his passport. Uh, And she just really looked to the the liberation of the African countries in the 1960s as a guide to what should be done here in America um, to liberate our people. And so she had other plays and writings, but she died very early. Mm-hmm. She died at the age of 35. Mm. So there was so much more she wanted to do, but just didn't have a chance to do it.
0: Hmm. Um, as director of the play, uh, and, you know, tell me about the artist you're collaborating with. Uh, you mentioned Tracy yes. and others. Uh, so tell me about uh, the talented cast in addition to Tracy, who's also uh, appearing in the play.
1: Yes. Uh, Playing Nina Simone, we have the incredible Ryan Nicole Smith. Ryan is known throughout the Bay Area as um, a major hip-hop artist, MC, um, and also a personal friend of mine that I've been working with for many, many years. And we have Rotimi Agbiaka, who is an amazing (laughs) Uh, uh, James Baldwin. Oh, my God. He looks like him. He has his cadences. Uh, I was so lucky to have Rotimi as part of this project. And so and Tracy Tomer is playing Lorraine. <laughs> so not only is she the playwright, but she's also playing Lorraine, which is just um a wonderful combination because of her knowledge of Le- uh, Lorraine and Tracy is from Chicago, has a similar upbringing mm-hmm. as Lorraine Hansberry. Hmm.
0: Um, let me ask you a more general question now. Tell me about uh, the history and, and the current state of the Lorraine Hansberry Theater Organization, uh, You know, particularly uh, in this post-pandemic world we're living in now.
1: Yes. So the Lorraine Hansberry Theater is over 40 years old and it was started by Quentin, Esther, and Stanley Williams. Uh, Two gentlemen started this company and they had um, very many successes. They had a great spot on Sutter Street, right down around the corner from American Conservatory Theater. Um, and, And unfortunately, around the time that you saw the production of Fabulation, Uh, Quentin had passed away and Stanley had also passed away. Um, And it's very interesting that I was doing that production when Stanley passed away in the same space, Hmm. the Young Performers Theater at Fort Mason, where we're now doing In the Evening by the Moonlight. And so I think it's just uh, a full circle celebration of all the work that they did to bring us to this point. Um, And Unfortunately, they lost that space uh, due to someone buying it out. And uh, we've been kind of nomadic since then. And so right now, the Lorraine Hansberry Theater is a resident theater company at the Magic Theater, which is at Fort Mason. And the uh, the Young Performers Theater is also a theater inside of Fort Mason. And so I was happy to join with, um, I call him my brother, uh, Sean San Jose, who's the artistic director, because we started a theater company called Campo Santo over 25 years ago, which is still going strong. And so we're all one big family over there at the Magic. And I will say uh, post-pandemic, it's been it's been challenging. You know, theater is already hard to do. And then you put in the pandemic and you put in people's fears about coming out Uh, being in spaces with other people, Mm -hmm. also funding um, Black theater. I just, I would say culturally specific theater has not always been well-funded. It's just a known fact. Um, And we're working and striving to make a difference um, with the funds that we have. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think it's also really important for me and the reason why we're doing Uh, In the Evening by the Moonlight and some of our other choices, like we did the musical about Mahalia Jackson called Haley, um, is because they are taking our stories and our history out of schools. There's a campaign Mm -hmm. to wipe us away. And I feel like it's up to our Black institutions as well as theaters, um, Black artists to come together and tell these stories. So, we can be the ones to set the record straight and to give the truth to the people, not just our community, but to everyone outside of that community um, because it's important for us to tell our stories. Um, And so I'm so glad that the Lorraine Hansberry Theater is still here um, and that we're really plugging away to commit to this theater and keep it afloat.
0: Um, in our remaining couple of minutes, uh, let me ask you, okay, what's next for Margot Hall? We've seen you in, in on stage and TV and <laughs> movies. And so uh, what's next for you?
1: Yeah, for me personally, I did a film um, called Bottled Spirits, <laughs> which uh, was a one-woman film. Uh, uh, just a short film, about 20 minutes, um, that was written by Cat Brooks, who's a prolific radical herself here in the Bay Area. Um, and uh, that should be coming out soon. It was uh, co-produced uh, by a black couple, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the name, and the um, uh, the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. <laughs> and so that should be coming out soon. And I am also dabbling a little in co-directing a film mm. myself, um, working with um, a group of women to produce a film and co-direct about uh, women riding to the prisons and it's a mm. basically the bus ride that they take the long bus ride where they go and visit um, their family friends lovers who are incarcerated um, and that also ties into my work with blind spotting which is um, a series on stars, which is about incarceration and how it affects uh, the family and a young child. So um, yeah, so I got that going on (laughs) as well as, you know, the Lorraine Hansberry Theater. Um, And we will be also, we have a wonderful relationship with MOAD, uh, the Museum of the African Diaspora. And we will be doing another reading there uh, in November. We normally do two readings there a year, so we'll be back there in November, and I'm going to keep the title a secret until we're confirmed <laughs> that we can do it.
0: <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. Well, Margo, again, I, like I said, I know you're very busy right now. I do want to take uh, thank you for, for coming on the Edric show. Uh, if people want more information about you, or the Lorraine Hansberry Theater, or the performance of In the Evening by the Moonlight, uh, where can they go?
1: They can go to our website, which is L... Lorraine, H for Hansberry, T for theater, SF, like San Francisco, dot org. L-H-T-S-F dot org. You'll see that button that you can hit to buy tickets. And there's also another little button that you can hit to donate. So we (laughs) hope to see you at the theater. And thank you, Edric. It was such a pleasure. I appreciate you helping us promote our
0: work. You're very welcome. Uh, again, thank you, Margo Hall, for coming on The Edric Show. She is the artistic director of the Lorraine Hansberry Theater in San Francisco, and she's directing the brand new play, the world premiere of In the Evening by the Moonlight, which will run at the Young Performers Theater at the Fort Mason Center for Arts and Culture in San Francisco from June 15th through July 2nd. Thank you very much, Margo. Thank you. This has been another edition of The Edric Show. As I told you, this is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, all online streaming platforms, and get this wonderful content each and every week. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next episode.